Hello, and welcome back to the Gym Class Revolution podcast. My name is Wendy Barrios, and I'm on a mission to help folks reframe their relationship with exercise. I feel like too often folks are using exercise as a means to punish themselves, to punish their body for how it looks or how it feels, and to lose weight. And so many people would benefit by using exercise more as a means to support their mental health and self-esteem. So that is the purpose of this podcast. If you're looking for quick weight loss tips, you're not going to find that here. Thanks for coming back after that brief hiatus there. I really lost steam. I felt like what I had to say was obvious to so many people. And what helped me get back on track was hearing my climbing coach, Chelsea, say, If it helps just one person, then it's worth it. So that is my new mantra for this podcast. And I hope it helps, you know, lots of people. But I think it's important to think about, you know, not just my contribution, but everyone, you know, all y'all listening out there, like, you know, maybe you might think that what you do or what you post is insignificant. But I think, you know, if it helps just one person, if it helps bring awareness one person, I think it's worthwhile. So today's topic is about keeping New Year's resolutions and I feel like this is an important topic because it's coming up. Um, In 10 days we will be celebrating a brand new year and oftentimes people start off having these lofty resolutions and then the next year they learn, okay let's be a little bit more realistic, let's be a little bit more strategic, maybe make some SMART goals, And when I say SMART, I mean the acronym SMART. Um, It stands for something like specific, um, measurable, relevant, etc. We don't need to know those specifics. Um, Because I think we don't need to have such measurable goals, I think. I think if you've tried these kinds of goals and they haven't worked, if they haven't made you happy or feel fulfilled at the end of them, then we can just put this strategy aside, we can put that acronym aside, and rethink how we want to frame our goals for 2021. So let's get into it. So my first tip for sticking to New Year's resolutions is to really examine where this resolution or goal is coming from. So I want you to think about what kind of energy is behind this decision, and what what, kind, what do you visualize if you were to complete this goal and get to that finish line? So for example, when I started my goal for 2020 a year ago to run consistently, that goal came out of a love for climbing because I was already very proud of how far I had come in my climbing ability. And I thought that, you know, I have only scratched the surface and I'm so excited to see how far I can go in climbing. And I know that I have excess fat and so I thought if I do cardio, I think that can help me, you know, not only improve my um, cardiovascular endurance, but I think it would also help me lose excess fat so that I would weigh less so that I can, my muscles can carry me harder and um, longer, farther carry me farther on a problem, especially for overhung problems where you really need to use your core to stay on the wall if you're already like horizontal. So that was my main goal. And this energy is really different 
if you compare it to an, another time when I tried running regularly, because I was just fed up with feeling uncomfortable and uh, like feeling uncomfortable because of my excess fat and feeling like if I were to lose, like I, if I were to lose weight as a result of all this cardio, then I will be happy. And then I can stop punishing my body with grueling cardio workouts. So do you see how that shift in energy is there? It's the same goal, you know, running consistently, but the reasoning or the mindset behind it was very different because when I ran for climbing, it was because I loved how climbing made me feel and I wanted to delve deeper into, you know, what more can climbing bring to me and to my own, like, satisfaction with, like, what my body can do and also self-worth versus when I was just running because I wanted to burn calories so that I could lose weight so that I would feel better and feel generally more accepted by society or so. So that was my first tip. So think about why you're making this goal and what's the mindset behind it. Like, are you trying to punish yourself for for something? And do you think that, you know, this New Year's resolution will instill habits that will help you feel better eventually? but it's filled with, uh, you know, like this negative energy? Or are you doing this goal out of a place of love because you know that there's this fulfilling activity or, you know, you just have fun or there's an activity that provides like social support that you really enjoy? Like, yeah, what's that energy like? Like, is it a positive supportive energy or is it an energy filled with resentment? Okay, so my second tip is to start as soon as possible and to start with baby steps. So I, for my running goal in 2020, I started in 2019, so just a couple weeks before the new year started. And I wanted to do this so that I could get a head start because this goal wasn't something I was putting off, but it was something that I thought would be really strategic in my climbing endeavors. So I wanted to start as soon as possible um, to also just gain confidence too, because I thought it would feel really good to have had like two weeks of consistent running workouts right at the beginning of January so that I could feel like I'm already going strong and I can keep going because look at all this evidence that I have already been consistent. So that was really helpful too. And then baby steps are really important because back when I tried to run like half an hour for five days a week, that was absolutely um, grueling for my body when I had been sedentary um, right before I started this endeavor. So what I did was I did a running plan that was kind of like couch to 5k Um, but it was focused on running time. And I'll link to that running plan because it's um, available online by Mark Kennedy. And it was really helpful because it had so much walking in between slow jogs to really help ease me from my couch state (laughs) to running steadily without any walking breaks. And that was really important because um, the plan, I think, was designed for maybe eight, seven, six weeks. It was weeks. 
from the first workout that was a mix of walking and slow running up until expecting being expected to be able to run for 20 minutes at a time. And that was really helpful, you know, not only just to prevent injury, but also just morale because I felt like, check, I finished this workout and I feel like I accomplished exactly what I was supposed to and it was at my level and yes, it was a little challenging, but it was not so challenging that I was completely thrown out, um, you know, out of my comfort zone, like all the way into shark infested waters. So that's why I think it's really helpful to A, start as soon as possible and B, start with baby steps so you can ease your way into whatever plan you have to tackle your resolution. So my last tip I think is going to be the most helpful tip for when, you know, maybe things get a little bit tough, maybe you miss a workout or two, and maybe you feel like uh, your efforts haven't been as successful as you want them to be. So maybe you feel a little bit down on yourself and you think like, I might as well just give up on this goal because I'm already behind and what's the point and who knows if I'm going to be successful or not. So why even bother? Okay, so this is the tip. Conduct your resolution efforts as if they were a science experiment. So what I mean is, in a science experiment, you have variables. So you have designated variables, the ones you're testing, and the ones you're changing to see how you can get to whatever desired result you want. So I want there to feel like there is flexibility in changing variables as needed because you know your plan that you might choose now at the beginning of the year may not work you know farther along when the weather changes or maybe something else in life changes it's really important to be able to pivot based on whatever assessment you make so for example when i started running back in january i used to work 10 minutes away walking and then my gym was right next to my apartment because it was part of my apartment complex so in the beginning, what I tried was um, I would go to work, then come home, and then change my clothes, and then go to the gym. That way I wouldn't have to carry anything. Everything was already at home. I can just um, hop on over to the gym. But this system did not work because when I would come home from work, I would get cozy or comfortable or I'd say, ah, just one YouTube video and then I'll go over to the gym and then I would end up not going. So I said, okay, this coming home variable needs to be changed so that I don't get too comfortable. So what I did was I packed up all my stuff and I brought it to work with me and then I brought it back to my apartment complex so that I could go straight to the gym without having to go home. And that was really helpful because I thought, well, I'm already out and about. I have all my things. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> the gym is closer to my work than my own apartment. So it was a very streamlined transition. And so that's what I, I really want y'all to focus on is like figuring out what, like what items, what variables may not be working and pivoting so that you know, you try new things because that's the important key, trying. Like, you know, any plan, even if you do pivot, like it might not work the whole time. 
or it may not be sustainable. And I think it's really important that we give ourselves grace because, you know, if we can't be kind to ourselves, like how, uh, I don't want to say how can others expect to, but it's kind of like of all the people out there, it's necessary for for us to be kind to ourselves and to give ourselves grace. So if you do feel like you run into maybe more of a uh, maybe intense scenario than my packing and going home and getting comfortable scenario, maybe something like, oh, like, um, <laughs> so after I finished that couch to 5k plan, I really wanted to focus on increasing my speed. And what I did was I tried really intense workouts that were definitely meant to increase my speed. And if I had kept going with them, I definitely would have increased in speed, but they were grueling to the point that they weren't sustainable and I would dread them and I would feel like, I guess, ashamed of how hard and difficult that workout was for me. So like in that moment, if I had pivoted and thought back, okay, let me try a different plan. Let me try different running workouts so that I can continue working on speed, but maybe at a lesser degree then I probably would have continued with my running. And, you know, I'm not counting out my running goals yet. I think right now I'm in the process of picking running back up again. I'll probably even do the same plan. I'll keep you all posted. But all of that to say is um, I did reach that point where I thought I might as well just give up. And mm, you could say I did give up. I did start focusing back on climbing and more strength building, uh, yeah, more strength training. Um, so I did put that goal by the wayside, so I didn't quote meet my goal, but my overarching goal, if you remember, was not to run so that you know I could get a specific time, but it was more to focus on my climbing and help my climbing. And then what I did instead of running was I signed up for a coaching program specifically for uh, women who are dedicated to climbing. And um, it's called Elevate by Chelsea Mern, and I'll put a link below because it was really helpful. Um, she even said, like, you know, uh, a lot of people think that cardio is the answer to climb better because you'll, like, burn more calories and weigh less and that is not the most effective way to climb, like to improve climbing. And I was, um, I was astonished. I was like, what, what do you mean? Um, yeah. So where am I going with this? Hmm. Oh yeah. So all of that to say is please try to conduct your resolutions as a science experiment to see which of your efforts were successful in which areas. If maybe something isn't quite working, you know, if something's getting in the way and creating an obstacle in your efforts, you know, you can try to figure out what 
you can change so that you can continue forward. And if you find yourself in more of a, <laughs> a treacherous situation, like when I felt really ashamed of how poorly I had been um, running and then it, you know, being a reflection of my self-worth, then please try to reframe that failure, quote failure, into something of this is a science experiment and the results are that I'm unhappy. So how can I change the inputs so that I can feel fulfilled like I used to? I hope these tips help you with figuring out what kinds of goals or resolutions you want to make if you choose to make any. Obviously, you don't have to, and maybe the healthier thing for you might be to refrain. Um, but again, that's up to you. Um, most of all, I feel like I just want everyone to give themselves grace and treat themselves gently because there's already so much criticism and like internal criticism that we really don't need. So please do your best to be gentle with yourselves and look for things that make you feel empowered and fulfilled and happy rather than things that will bring you down. All right, well, take care and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. For more tips around exercise and mindset, go follow me at Gym Class Revolution on Instagram.